Welcome to the Ancient Way. I'm James. Whoa. <laughs> Just kidding, never. Confusion. That's <sighs> identity confusion. It is. We're going to have to start this over. This is embarrassing. Why? We don't have time to start over. We have to. <laughs> we just have to keep what out. we have. I like it, man. Times have been wild, man. Yeah, usually are. Oh man. You know, there's been so many things that I've been thinking about mm-hmm. about things that we could talk about, like so many things. And now that we're here, I don't Trying remember them. Blank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I know it. Here's actually a couple of things I lied. Okay. I was really meditating on this scripture and I wanted to talk about that like five seconds about like what, how to meditate on scripture and what that looks like. I heard two people in the same day describe it Mm. in two different ways, but it was so... I love the way that both of them did it. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, that just compliments one another. But I think that, you know, for people who read the Bible all the time, there is this tendency to just kind of like run through it. And, yeah. get, and because you're so familiar with it, you're just like, yeah, yeah. The, oh, that scripture. Oh, I love that scripture. But you don't connect to it. Yep. You don't dive into it. And what I mean by that is you don't ruminate on it. Yeah. You don't sit there and picture it and connect emotionally to it. Yeah. And let it kind of suck you in. Yeah, in all its dimensions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just being able to explore other dimensions mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And um, anyways, so this was a scripture that popped out to me that I have been like sitting in. And it was actually because it came to me in a dream. But... um. It's First Corinthians four, uh-huh. and it says, um, "Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God." Hmm. And that whole that second portion of stewards of the mysteries of God, yeah, like sucked me in like a whirlwind. Yeah, I feel that. Of like we. Right. So everybody's like, oh, yeah, what are the mysteries? What are like the mystery of God is that he is in us. Yeah. The union that we have with him. Yeah. The communion that I'm in him and he's in me. Yeah. And that our covenant is permanent. Yeah. That phrase surrounded me like wildly of like, our covenant is permanent. Yeah. It's not irrevocable. Like it can't be revoked. Yeah. There's nothing that we can do about it. But going into like, we're stewarding that mm-hmm. here on the earth. Yeah. We are like cultivating it fully. Hmm. And it was just like it. Yeah, it's interesting. To see that and go into it was just like. All right, you want to share? Let me share a really, really, really strange vision about it. Yeah. Well. Always. Um. It makes me think of something yesterday that happened. Really? Yeah. Well, Kat and I were asked a question. And the question was, you know, we were talking about the wind and how it relates to the spirit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
the way that you see it is through the evidence, through the trees, mm. you know, blowing in the wind and that kind of stuff. And what the question was, uh, why? Mm. Why is God invisible? Why is the spiritual, the realm of the spirit, why is it invisible? Uh, to which, <laughs> it's like, what is the answer to that? But I know that part of it is is that it is visible through us. Mm-hmm. Like what you said earlier. Yeah. The uh, stewards of the mysteries of God. We're the, mm-hmm. we're the evidence of it. Yeah. That word, steward, mm-hmm. actually comes from the Greek word, a dwelling. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we're a dwelling. It's cool. Of the mysteries of God. Yeah. But I... um. I won't go into all the strange things that took place in the in the midst of this, but um, I was taken into this river, mm-hmm. and in this river it was like crystal clear, but it was also this beautiful blue green. It was shimmering and it was bright. I knew it was the tree of life or the river of life. Yeah. And um, all right, we'll get weird. There was a lion with wings that yeah. was flying around and he um he told me that he loves to usher in hmm. uh the revelation. And um I was like basically I was like, "Well, what revelation is it?" And he said, "The beauty that is within you." And I was like, yeah. "What's within me?" And he took me into the river of life and he said, "This is what flows from you." Mm-hmm. And I realized, "Oh, this is what flows from everybody because yeah. this is what flows from the Father's throne yep and we dove down and he took me into the depths and i realized that there was a city of gold in the depths and he said this is within the depths of you but it's within the depths of every human Mm. and i started to be able to see and behold people in the beauty that they actually carry yeah and um one night even during intercession i like started weeping I like couldn't hold back tears because of the beauty of each person that I was like, I would like look at one person and then the other. And I was just seeing the richness that they carried the beautiful purpose and destiny, but also their wonderful flavor and how much like made in the image of God they are. And it just like captivated me Mm -hmm. how much we don't access his heart. Yep. I know it. (laughs) Not in like a negative way. No, I know it. To be enveloped into that reality, to be enveloped in the revelation of God in us and God in other people. I had that, I had that, I made that an exercise like recently of Mm. of something, a reflection period, a thing that that I'm going to, and I'm implementing and I started it last week of, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to intentionally look at people you know, mm-hmm. with that love, not that I don't do that, but it's, it's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit mm-hmm. of just going through that scrapbook in your mind of everybody that you, you know, are with and encounter and interact with and even the people that you don't, but just like, I'm without, an, without a, a reason. It's just mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to look at that person for who they are and I'm just going to sit in it. Yeah. I'm going to sit in the reality of it. You know, you can speak into it, but it's just like making that a practice. Yeah. I think that goes, um, that's the practice of, uh, what Paul was talking about in that, in that whole first Corinthians, like three and four. Yeah. 
I've I've kind of been parking in that because it there's been a lot that's opened up for me and even like well I'll talk about that in a second <clears throat> but I love this that he says um if you keep going in 4 1 Corinthians 4 it says for I know of nothing against myself yet I'm not justified this by this but he who judges me is the lord mm-hmm. and then right before that it says but with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by a human court in fact I don't even judge myself and I think the practice of looking at other people and the practice of even looking at God within you yeah. is because you take the judgment of yourself off. Mm-hmm. You're no longer self-criticism yeah. or you have no accusation against yourself. Yeah, Like that thing is nailed into it's the like cross. like the scripture you said last time, like show yourself acquitted, mm-hmm. like bring your concerns to him or whatever that is, you know, and it's like yeah, every time acquitted. Yeah. Yeah. And don't even judge yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the Lord's judgment will come. And the judgment of the Lord is, you're off the hook. You're acquitted. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. Right. Stop trying to find all the things that are wrong with you. How often does that thought pop up, you know, in Mm -hmm. people's minds so so frequently, almost constantly, it seems with a lot of people. It's like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worth it. Mm -hmm. I'm a failure. I'm falling short. That kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm a sinner saved by grace. That too, yeah. Man, I, I was actually talking to uh, someone in a consult the other day, and she was like, you know, it's just so great. We get to stand up before, it's like an AA meeting, but we get to stand up before all of our fellow brothers and sisters, and we just say, you know, I am a sinner saved by grace. And I was like, that feels very defeating, to be honest. Yeah. I said, why not say that you're a beautiful <clears throat> reflection of your father's heart that yeah. embodies all that he is and gets to walk your peace out here on the earth? Yeah restoring mankind and restoring our brothers and living in union with our brothers and God. Yeah. She was like, oh, that does feel more hopeful. (laughs) I was like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. What a weird costume, the other one, you know? It's just a weird thing to wear. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. It's a limiting thing. Oh, yeah. To think. Well, it's, I mean, it's a shameful. I was just like, how do you, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, man. It's just bizarre. It is bizarre. But it's cool to see the Lord constantly drawing us into more, constantly yeah. drawing us into his heart. Yeah. And to see his heart in me. I know it. Like, we should be beholding his heart that's already within us. Yeah. And that's not yeah. self. It's just here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought like, oh, that's just me like exalting myself. And that's really me like pushing self-promotion. But it's like, man. (laughs) That could be a trap too. Yeah. Yeah. Behold the beauty of God within you. Yeah. When you you do that, when you see it in other people too, like you start to act like him. Uh, That's one trail Mm -hmm. that I've been, I've been taking notes on is like, Hmm. just like him, we do things that don't make sense to people. Yeah. I mean- you know, somebody that shot you or, you know, you give them a present. Just mm-hmm. like the most random things. I'm going to read off my notes. I'll kind of butcher it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just put, we act in ways that don't make sense. We believe in people for no reason mm-hmm. whatsoever. Offer somebody a job based on like nothing. Like there's all these just random things Yeah. that if you can imagine being the recipient of these things of like, that would never happen. Mm. 
you know, let's just say that some agent calls me and is like, hey, I want to support you. Here's here's $100,000. And I'd be like, what? This is a miracle. This makes no sense. There are things that we have and resources and tools. And I mean, even something as simple as like, hey, I just, I believe in you. Like, I feel like you've got something going for you. Mm-hmm. And I like, you got it. I don't know. There's just things that we can do that change the grid completely. It's There's true. stuff at our disposal. It's just right here. Uh, that was another note that I, with each thought and choice that we make that, you know, that comes from him, we push the needle in heaven's favor and all it takes is one brick to bring the whole house down. Mm. You just never know. You know, one of the things that that makes me think is like, I instantly go, well, why would you do that? Why are you looking to release heaven? You know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. What's in it for you? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. My thought on that was like, I think people are searching for that because they're searching for peace and joy. Yeah. They're searching for what is that, like they're trying to experience a feeling. Yeah. And that's like the opportunity that we get to be for people. Like we can pull the plug on anything so that people can finally experience the peace and the joy that is heaven. Yeah. You know, it. So silly, but like this, the Lord snapped this lie off of me. He said, hey, you know, I'm happy, right? Hmm. And it just like resonated on me. I was like, oh no, you're like eternally happy. Yeah. You're not like. Unconditionally happy. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just sometimes happy and then sometimes like, oh God, Marlia, will you just get your together? (laughs) Yeah. Like for the love of God. Yeah. You know, like he's never that way. I know. Yeah. Like, anyways, but it's like, that's the opportunity we have to release what we have to release on the earth. Yeah. And yeah, it's the mysticism and all those like cool things. But even that is like, it pales in comparison to peace and joy. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. Because that's the foundation of all things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool. But that's all, what everybody's searching for anyway, is a feeling. Yeah. You know? I realized, like, if you zoom back and you look at every, in third person, look at every issue you yeah. have going on in your life, uh-huh. you're looking for one of those two things. Yeah. You're looking to be happy. Yeah. Or you're looking for a little peace. Yeah. It's true. Hmm. I think that's a, sorry, the weird, the weird random things. I think that's an exercise that people could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and one example that pops into my head, it's like, you know, having that impression of like, oh, I need to, I need to stop at Lowe's. There's a lady in there that needs to be told this, this, or like, I feel like I'm supposed to stop there. I don't know why following those little things mm-hmm. like you with the haircut, the hair salon. Yeah. That one, even though that was a fully fledged word and things like that, I think sometimes we get impressions, you know, of like, Hey, there's a. You know, there's that penny on the ground. Pick that up. Or just like little things follow those weird, like, mm-hmm. things that the don't make promptings. sense. Like, make a practice of it. Because mm. they might be, a, I mean, it might be a breadcrumb trail, burning bush situation. But uh, it could also be for someone else. Oh, definitely. You know, I thought about that. You remember the Connect Four that you had? Yeah. And you found that Connect Four I took a card? picture of it, yeah. Yeah. I literally laughed. I was like... James picked up a token, but that was my word. Yeah. Like, because yeah, that sure. was a word for no. me. 
Yeah. And I knew it. It's just following those weird little quirks. It's mm-hmm. like it might be heaven. It yeah. might be a heavenly token or it might be, you just never know. Yeah. But searching it out. Yeah. You know, I liked this. Um, there's a, in First Corinthians 3, I guess I'm just circling back to scripture because I've been sitting on it. I got so. one too, but you go. Sorry. No, you're good. It says, um, <laughs> I love that Paul calls himself in 310, he calls himself a wise master builder. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I love that. He was like, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and yeah. another builds on it. But each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay other than Jesus Christ. For now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, and straw, each one's work will become clear. Mm. For the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. Yeah. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. And if anyone's work, which he has built on it, endures, he will receive a reward. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. But if anyone's work is burned, <clears throat> yeah. he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. Yeah. Yet as so through the fire. Hmm. The fire. I know. That's just random. That was a random scripture, but I it's freaking good. have loved that yeah, one. That's good. Because it's like you can... Like, look, you can look at the fruit of your life. Yeah. And if there's anything that you connected to that was maybe in your own flesh, yeah. it's probably being removed. Yep. And that's okay. That's yeah, okay because you you yourself is still going to be saved. Right. Like, yeah. You're still in the pocket. Yeah. I don't know. I got real excited when I read that because I was like, oh, then burn it up, dude. Yeah. Like, let's see what is true. Like, let's see what remains. Yeah. Because I'll, yeah. I'll keep building on what remains. Right. Yeah. You know, as a wise master builder. Yeah. Yeah. Because wisdom builds the house. Yeah, it's true. It's a relief too. Some of that stuff gets taken away and it's like a realization of like, oh, that wasn't me because mm-hmm. it felt like me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just think about all that, you know, all the things that you've been walking through and, yeah, you know, your little trip to, was it hospitality? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't. Okay, here's here's what was funny about that. Hospitality was full. Uh-uh. And I'm like, these people are just here for coffee. <laughs> I didn't know where to go. I've never been to the ER before. Yeah. Ever. So we went to this other one. It was weird. Yeah. Yep. I had a I had a health instance. I guess that's what you'd call it. Yeah. Everything caught up to me, and it got to the point where I don't ever like stress or pressure or that kind of stuff I don't ever like really feed it I just like kind of power through mm-hmm. like I got this you know but I guess it physically caught up totally felt demonic the whole thing mm. but uh, felt like the fire Some something's getting burned oh, out oh yeah yeah sure <laughs> I'm just kidding no I'm it, kidding. yeah that too but um it had a dream about it the night before you know where I got <laughs> jumped but um yeah, my brain kind of just stopped. It got to this point where there were things from all these different directions. And I was like, like mentally in my brain, I was like, I don't, I can't like think. Mm. I can't make a decision. And the only thing I knew how to do was like, I just need to go lay down. Mm-hmm. So I went and laid down. And then when I stood up to go to the bathroom, the room flipped upside down. And I just fell over, mm. which was weird. I'm used to having my 
bodily functions in control. My wits <laughs> about, yeah. And that just proceeded to happen all through the night. And so, but one thing that I'm always, I would die before I go to the hospital. Yeah, you would. But the thought <laughs> came in of like, for everyone else's sake, because mm. I would die before it. If I died, everybody would be like, all he had to do was go to the hospital and he wouldn't be dead right now. Mm. I was like, for everybody else, I'll sacrifice my pride, whatever that is, the weird religious. That's a fire. fire whatever it is. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's like, I'll go, I'll go. So I went. And, you know, you know, they did the blood work and x-rays and all this stuff, which I haven't had ever. Mm. Or at least in a very long time. Now, it was healthy, perfectly healthy. It was just a stress overload-induced vertigo episode. Wow. Very strange. I felt really weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it forced me to slow down and think, and I had dreams about it. I had dreams about my life, like you know, everything that I'm involved in. And, uh, yeah, some of the stuff, like I'm cutting today, it was cut stuff out day. Yeah. Today's my first day back, and so... I made a t- little checklist on my phone of like, I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to resign from this and this and this. Um, and I'm going to make a schedule. A I'm not an organized person at all. I'll just fly around like a butterfly. Yeah. But I made a schedule. Kind of felt good, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways. It does tame the chaos, that's for sure. It does, yeah. Give me more room to think and, and to be myself mm-hmm. and to be able to function properly and fully um and i've started like kyla i'm starting to have lunch with her every friday i love that it's another another good thing carve that out carve that out the lunch yeah no like I oh think carve out the time about, for it yeah. oh yeah totally yeah oh it's great yeah we just cut up and stuff the whole time it's fun that is cool but, but yeah I, I think that's such a practical application of like letting the fire burn yeah and this is something it made me think of, and it's something I've been able to tell other people the past several weeks, even before this happened. It's like even, you know, letting go of certain positions mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. It's like, that's not you. You're that. Totally. You're that regardless of a title, regardless of a group or whatever. Totally. Um, and I've been able to tell that to people mm. who have who have been offered positions like recently. Like, hey, man, you are that. Regardless yeah. if you get it, if you accept it or not, it's that if you're gold, you're gold, you mm-hmm. know, everything else will burn away. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to have that to be that what you already are, that trick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a big thing that I, I feel like that's really been a massive key that for me, I don't give a flip what you call me. Good, yeah. You know, like yep. title, position. Sure. Even responsibilities. It's like <laughs> gross. James's coffee in the bottom is like just, nothing but grounds. And I just ate it. Yeah. Trying He's to chewing drink his it. coffee. Chewing Don't worry it. about it. Okay, sorry. No, I was just gonna say, but the position or titles or whatever, like all of those mean nothing actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's are you functioning as you were created to? Yep. It's the function aspect That'll, has nothing to do with No. Even 
I think when you really are moving into the things that you were created for, yeah. the doors just open. Yeah. It, the, it opens around you. Yeah. And it you don't actually to have that. to push or even tell people who you are or no, what you do no. or prove yourself. Nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's function It's free. Yeah. Like I had to tell somebody, everybody kept asking me, they're like, Oh, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And I was like, I own a couple of businesses. Yeah. That was it. I didn't say anything else. I mm-hmm. didn't. Yep. I talked to, no I talked to a guy today. I'm going to sum it up real quick, but he said, you know, we were talking about that mm-hmm. and he said, yeah, people always ask who you are, who you are. And once you tell them, it's like, okay, they're in that box. Totally. Now I'm going to talk to that through that lens of that box. Yep. But he was telling me like you watch you know, these murder mystery shows and you have like CEOs, presidents, people like that. It's like, what do you do? I run this multi-million dollar company. What do you do? I invented this. But then like, instead of asking, like, who are you? Mm. Because that person just killed somebody. That person burned their house down. Yeah. It's like, why are we so focused on what do you do? Mm-hmm. Why is that always the go-to? Yeah. Who are you? Like, who are you? Yeah. It's a fun conversation. Dude, if you get into who are you? Yeah. Oh, that was a thing too. Real quick. Yeah. I was listening to Mike Parsons and he was diving into some stuff. Mm-hmm. But to sit with the Lord in that question yeah. and ask the Father, who am I? Yeah. Let him tell you. Let yeah. him tell you, who am I? Yeah. And then is there any, like, I loved he said this, are you trying to get your needs met from anything else than from the Father? Yep. And so even asking the Lord, like, is there any place within me That's good. that I haven't received acceptance or love? Yeah from you that I've been looking towards other people or towards other things Mm -hmm. to fulfill that yeah and I was like man that's like the best exercise in the world I'll be doing that today yeah yeah those two things are just like Mm. me they were paramount yeah but anyways that was short sweet to the point short yeah All right, guys see you next time thanks for listening If you enjoyed this episode of the Ancient Way Podcast, drop us a like, share with your friends, share with your family. And if you'd like to support us and what we are doing and you would like to uh, play a direct role in our growth and things that we do in the future. We have a donation spot at the bottom of our show notes. So you can click on that, give however much you want. Uh, We appreciate absolutely everything. We appreciate our listeners. And everybody that's already come alongside and encouraged us and even everybody that's been on our show. So Mm -hmm. thanks guys. 